Welcome to another Seismic Cinema podcast. I'm joined by our usual co-host Paul, but also our special guest that we keep going on about, Daniel. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. So we thought we'd get rid of Paul screaming his name at the start of the podcast because it was a uh, was getting a bit of criticism in the Twitter sphere. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was my dog's fault. I'm blaming my dog. 100% the right, dog. We can't keep blaming Mando every week. The dog's the dog's got to live with you. It's got enough on its plate. Rid. Okay, so we've finished our review of the seven chapters of the book of Boba Fett. So we're not quite ready to let the series go yet. So what we thought we would do this week with our special guest and... What was the job title we gave Daniel again, Paul? What was the job title? I'm I'm sure you coined it. Creative consultant. Creative consultant. I don't even remember saying that, but yep, creative consultant. Creative consultant. So we decided this week to do a ranking of the seven chapters of the book of Boba Fett. So we're each going to give our placements going from number seven through to number one talking a wee bit about each episode, what we liked, what we didn't like, and then summing up at the end. Ranking is something that I personally get really amped about, and I'm really excited for the first ranking video. Not a video, it's a podcast. I thought I'd get through a whole one without doing that. Right, are we both ready to get going then? Ready to go. Have we got our notepads at the ready? Uh, I've got a scrap bit of paper with some hieroglyphics on it, but yep. I need to buy uh, a notepad with our first share of the profits. <laughs> Was it made of imagination, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I lost the, the coin toss in the, the pre-video call, and I had to go first each time, apparently, and give my uh, choice in the rankings. So just getting right in there at number seven, I went for chapter three, which is called The Streets of Mos Espa. We'll start with Daniel as our our guest then. Daniel, what was your choice for seventh position? My choice would be chapter two, The Tribes of Tatooine. Ooh. I don't know how you guys feel about that. <laughs> That's, well, we'll hear we'll hear Paul's suggestion, then we can discuss our 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 first choices. Okay, uh, I actually agreed with Colin in this one. I went with episode three as well as my least favorite. Well, this is quite an interesting start. So well, why do I tell you? Yeah, so. I've written everything down and I've mixed chapter two and three up. Ah, okay. So I'm going for the streets of Mos Espa as well. I think we're on the same page now. So not right. a good for me. <laughs> I, I've, I've got a feeling that we're going to have similar reasons here. And not only there are parts of this episode I do really like, and we can maybe discuss that as well, but Daniel, what was one of your reasons? Why have you put that in the last position? Daniel? 
can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Um, I felt as if it was very slow paced. Um, and the way the you know the villains were you know the 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 way they were portrayed i don't think they had showed much of a backstory with them there wasn't much character development so that's why i rated that number 7 what about yourself paul uh, the main reason for me was basically the introduction of the mods and the way it was done, I just felt it was done really poorly and I just hate those goddamn bikes. <laughs> yeah, all, all I can see when, yeah. I thought, when I was doing my rankings was the was the colourful bikes, but also a wee bit of the, the kind of contradiction in that they were stealing water and then had all this fancy equipment. Yeah, I was thinking, I was just re-watched a wee bit, a tiny bit there, I was like, going oh we've got no work there's no money yeah, yeah. we've got these fancy dancy bikes it's it's an annoying episode because it's also the episode where we see black chrysanthemum taking boba out of the his bath and we also get to see the rancor for the first time so there are some really good bits in the episode but i think the general star wars population found the mods and the bikes very off yeah i don't feel i don't feel as if they and actually fit in with the rest of the the look, you know, of the set, you know, the setting in Tatooine. These bright coloured bikes, you know. They feel, like off, they feel like they feel like off worlders like that maybe came from Coruscant or the casino planet on a last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. What was it that like someone saying is like the Power Rangers been in Star Wars? <laughs> They're they're just forever going to be known as the Power Rangers now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So I think there's there's some cool bits with the Rancor and seeing the huts again and Black Chrysanthemum, but I feel like it's the one that sticks out. That was the easiest one to place for me in the last position. Yeah, uh, but it was some good people, but even like you're talking about the, the Black Chrysanthemum fight, like I felt that was quite underwhelming because I felt like Black Chrysanthemum could probably have taken out their whole gang if he wanted to, but he got distracted by those mods and I thought it was just a really poorly directed fight, if you know what I mean. It wasn't so much the fight that I liked. I just liked the jump scare when he pulled up out of the bath. Oh, right, okay. I got you. Because I really didn't see it coming at all. Right, well, we got on to our, our number six then. So we all put chapter three, The Streets of Most Espa, in seventh position. So in sixth place, and I feel like this one was, I found this one quite easy to place as well. I went for chapter one, Stranger in a Strange Land. So Daniel, what did you have in sixth position? Uh, chapter one also, Stranger oh, okay. in a Strange Land. There you go. Um, mostly, I think because it was, I, I I did like the way it started with him, you know, still in the Sarlacc, continuing from episode four. But um, again, I felt as if it was a bit slow and sluggish. 
I don't know how you felt about that. I found the. Uh, I didn't dislike the flashbacks. I just feel it. It didn't flow very well. Like they would just be like you'd be getting into a bit in the past or the or the present, and it would just jump. And I found that was the thing that frustrated me a lot in the first couple of episodes. Yeah. Right, Paul. What was your sixth position? Well, I think we all just came best friends because my <laughs> sixth was episode one as well. Chapter one, Paul. Come on, that's a yeah, bit. Sorry, chapter one. Chapter one. I don't um, need to read, but come on. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same as you guys. It was just slow paced, and it wasn't the opening I was expecting. Like I thought, the escape at the start from the Sarlacc pit. I thought that was pretty cool. But then the pace kind of slowed, and the only bit I quite enjoyed was the the kind of parkour finish at the end with yeah. Fennec. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it was, it's, a, it's, was it's, a bit of a buzzkill uh, opening. It's annoying. Like, I really liked seeing the Tuscans and the kind of development with them, but I feel like the scenes were quite slow. They were just kind of like pacing around each other fighting with sticks I just I feel like it's hard to, I find it hard to rewatch a wee bit yeah I agree yeah if you're not missing much if you if you kind of skip past it at speed <laughs> you're not really not really missing much important dialogue are you yeah I know and it's a shame they didn't bring the Tuscans back as the like as the the reinforcements and the the finale because I think that really would have really tied all the different parts together, but instead they killed them off early doors. Yeah, I would like to see some Tuscan Raiders fight a a Scorpionic droid. That had been that had been fun. Yeah, I feel like that was a missed opportunity, maybe, but yeah, I think they killed them off far too soon. Right, so we've tied for the first two chapters. I feel like it's going to get more interesting as we go up into the now top five. So I'll start us off with my fifth choice. Chapter 5, Return of the Mandalorian. So I'll be yeah. interested to see how we pair up here. Daniel, what did you have in fifth place? So fifth place for me would be Chapter 4. Which was the Gathering Storm. Yes. Uh... And I had chapter two. Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. There's three different choices there. So I'll go first, although I think Paul especially will know where I'm going with this. I spent that whole episode, or (laughs) half of the episode, wondering where my man Boba was. And although I enjoy seeing Mando, a whole episode without Boba was really jarring for me. And although I enjoyed the mythology and the the Mandalorian teachings. Um, I enjoy it as an episode of Star Wars television, but as a chapter of this story, I think it just had no ties apart from Fennec and Mando meeting at the end. But Mandalorian's so cool, though. Yep. Right. Right, so, Daniel, why did you choose chapter four in that position, then? So, it's the same gripe with the other episodes, I think. Um, not as bad. I, th- I think it's because it keeps jumping back. I think they should have actually 
maybe made the first couple of episodes with the Sand People. Yeah. And his his journey forward instead of keep flashing back every episode. What do you um, think of a first a first season in the past and then a second season in the present? Um I was that too much? I think that would be too much. Too I would much. think maybe the first couple of episodes maybe make his journey from Sarlacc up to being um you know you know exactly. suit back and stuff um instead of flashing back because I think it takes away a lot of the momentum of the season. Yeah. Um 100%. Yeah, kind of fluidity from it as well. So it kind of ruins your it takes basically it's it's not as immersive if it keeps jumping back like that. I feel I think, if, I think, I think if we'd known obviously they don't want to spoil too much, but if we'd known that there was going to be flashbacks and that there was going to be some Mandalorian episodes, do you think if people knew that going in they might be more accepting of the structure? Uh, like if, if it was promoted or in like trailers or anything? I don't think so. Um I think the I think the way I'm comparing it to it is because of watching The Mandalorian and you're used to a certain style. Yeah. And you're expecting it to be almost the same. Um I don't know. <laughs> can we just give a can we just give a shout out to the music in the book of Boba Fett though? I absolutely love the, the theme. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, definitely. I spent I spent many hours just doing that wee bit. Did you did you realize in the last chapter that it actually says Boba Fett when it's making like the kind of tribal noises? I, I, I noticed that, that in the very last episode. I yeah, wasn't sure I, if that I, was played I, at the start or not from episode I, one. I think it was only in the last one. It was on the, it was on the last one. You would have noticed it, wouldn't you? Aye, it was definitely only the last yeah. one. The whole time I was thinking. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. I only just realised now, but nah, it was only yeah, that last one. Yeah, it was a bit cheesy, but I liked it. I, I liked it. So, Paul, you were the last up there. You put chapter two, the tribes of Tatooine, as your fifth position. Yeah, like there was a lot I actually liked about the episode, like the introduction of the twins, the introduction of Black Byzantine, introduction of the mayor, um, the train heist. I quite liked as well, but. There was just quite a lot of like misplaced humour, like the sp- whole speeder bike kind of. Like a banter, yes. That bit, the very meme-worthy banter bit. <laughs> um, and then the whole thing with the lizard up the nose and uh, travelling off to find his stick, and he makes his gaffy stick. But I just found that whole thing a bit weird and I don't know, out of place, and it just kind of took me out, took me out of it a wee bit. But like the action set pieces, I really liked, but there just wasn't enough of it. Okay, right. Moving on to number four, I went for chapter four, the Gathering Storm. What about yourself, Daniel? Uh, for chapter four, uh, sorry, uh, fourth place. Yeah, fourth place. <laughs> Losing my place. Don't worry, you're, you're, uh, fitting right you're fitting right in with our brain fart. <laughs> I would say I might be 
maybe unpopular saying this, uh, chapter seven, in the name of honour. Okay, yeah. Colin. Can take him at the call right now. Just delete him. <laughs> he's, out. He's, out. he's on probation. Take your artwork back. <laughs> so, so I've got the guy yeah. in the storm. Daniel's put in the name of honour. Paul, what's your fourth position? Uh, my fourth is chapter four. Is that the same as you, wasn't it? Oh, I'm actually matchy. Did we say something was going to happen if we if there was doublers? Yeah, some something. Kind of for, some kind of forfeit or something. Something to do with shots, but I don't drink, so it's all you, bud. Okay. I'll take one for the team. Right, so I'm going to just put it out there. The Gathering So I really enjoyed that episode. I really liked seeing Mandalorian chapter... Was it nine? No. No, it was nine. It was chapter five, wasn't it? The Gunslinger. Yes, something like that, yeah. I, I really yeah. liked seeing that episode, which I'll go back to what the point I was going to make in a second, but I really enjoyed seeing that episode from a different perspective and seeing what happens to Fennec after Boba finds her. I liked seeing Fennec getting like the cybernetic implants. And this is the episode where they get Slave One back and Boba mows down the, the bike gang. And there was the cool droids, the, the sous chef and the, the Grievous light droid. Actually, I think they're one and the same. But I, I really enjoyed that episode. I thought there was a lot of cool stuff in it. Yeah, that, I'd probably, I'm probably kind of the same as you. There was a lot of cool stuff, like the the speeder bike gang getting taken out by Slave One, the whole Slave One uh, extraction. But well, our, like, our, our, our name is, was born here, the, the seismic charge. Yeah, but it's just that, that bit kind of ruined the episode for me because like the whole start of it Bob was going oh yeah we're working for these idiots who are going to get us killed and the very next thing he's doing is sticking Slave 1 down the mouth of a Sarlacc pit and uh, almost getting his face eaten <laughs> oh well the, the point I was going to make is I think Mandalorian season 2 and also this season I think they've done a really good job at enhancing some of the more forgettable episodes from Mando season one, because the the gunslinger is considered the worst episode, one of the worst episodes of the Mandalorian. But I feel like this episode redeems it a bit, also knowing the fact that Bob is at the end. But also the prisoner chapter six became more relevant when Bill Burr's character came back in season two. I just feel like a lot of the forgettable episodes in Mando season one have been redeemed a wee bit. Because people thought they were just filler. Not yeah, really the purpose it, it of this, does, video, uh, this podcast, but just wondered what you thought. Yeah, I like it because it does tie up a lot of loose ends, um, and it brings back, you know, familiar characters, and it develops them a lot more, which I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree as well. Helps with the character development, so you start you care about them a wee bit more than you did before. Yeah, because that was that was the big criticism of Mando season one, wasn't it? That like three of the episodes were filler, but I think they've they've all been kind of redeemed now. I would need to watch it back, but yeah, yeah, I've been Definitely. watching it back. Something else I noticed. Sorry, this will be the last point before we move on. But the chapter four Mandalorian is called the Sanctuary, which is the name of the kind of cantina. And this, I thought that was quite a nice tie-in. I did not notice. No, I didn't notice either. Right, so 
Daniel Daniel didn't get to do his. No, that's what I'm about to say. I said we've tiptoed around it long enough. Oh, right, let's, find it, let's find out why he doesn't like the tip for seven. I do like I mean, it. It's just not highest, uh, highest ranked. Um, it was, it was a great episode. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think there was just pieces of it that didn't quite really, that didn't need to be in it, um, and maybe missing something. So, like you know, like the mods, um, not a big fan of them. So having them used in it quite quite a lot kind of made it you know put it down in my estimations um i mean i did like you know the part when he came in uh, when boba came in with a the big rancor riding that um and i love absolutely love cad bane just wish there was more episodes of him in it if they used him i think if they used him more it would have been a far better show. That's true. And what do you think, Daniel? Is he dead? No. The, 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 internet, the internet doesn't think he's dead. No, I, I don't think he is. I mean, they can't kill off someone that quickly. No. So been that good a yeah, he is. He is quite old. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Mando has just gate crashed the building. <laughs> no, right, we better we better get moving then. So third position. Different to what, what you guys were saying, I went for chapter two, the tribes of Tatooine. In third position. Daniel, what about yourself? Uh yeah, what? So I'm trying to see. I should have scrubbed these off when I was <laughs> ranking. <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, chap, chapter two. Have I have I said that? Yeah, if I put that down, Paul definitely has. Oh no, you know what it was. I got I, chapter I two mixed up. So yeah, chapter two, the tribes of Tatooine is my my next one. Okay, so we got another doubler there, Paul. What's your third place? Uh, I went for Chapter 5, which is Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1. So Paul spoke a wee bit about the tribes of Tatooine earlier, and I agree with him that, again, you spend a wee bit of time in the present day, then jump into the past. But I really, it's probably my favourite episode that has the past in it, from the train montage. But a bit we didn't mention was when Boba goes nuts and goes to Toshi Station and Beats up all the bikers. I thought that was a really cool bit. I really enjoyed that as well. But Paul, Paul spent the whole season going on about how Boba wasn't doing anything. But see, when you look back, he obliterated the biker gang in Slave One. He took out all the bikers in the cantina. He had a lot of cool moments in the seventh one, and he made a cool face in the first one. So, Paul, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he made a cool face in the first one. It's when he, see when they're fighting the guys with the shields and he does like his pure like raging face. Ah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. That, was, that was a stupid fight, but we'll, we'll skip past that too. 
So Daniel, Daniel, myself and Daniel are a, a big fan of the tribes of Tatooine. Was there anything else you liked about that episode, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I just love the way how he walks in to, you know, the, the scene when he walks into the mayor um, yeah. and basically makes his presence known and trying to assert his, his dominance. Um, it's kind of no-nonsense attitude. I liked, you know, I like the way that's, I like the way that was shot. Um, and we also okay. saw the Hut Twins and Black Chrysanthemum for the first time in this episode as well. Yeah. Um, I liked, oh, sorry, I, liked, I liked, what was this, the, the Wookiee's name again? Black? Chrysanthemum. Chris Danton. Um, I really liked him. Really, he a new kind of character you don't really see that often in these shows. So it comes from the comic books. I hadn't read any of the Star Wars comic books before last year, but I read a Darth Vader series, and he's in it as a bounty hunter, and him and Boba Fett work together. All right. Okay. Which is a connection. More into that then. I've got the Darth Vader ones here. Um, So if you're ever down, Daniel or Paul, if you ever want to have a reread of them, I can pass them along. Has it got pictures? It it has pictures, yeah. Okay, I'll read it. (laughs) Paul's (laughs) not very good at reading. We've established that in previous podcasts. So, Paul, you picked the. Turn of the Mandalorian. See, when I read that title, I was like, is that the actual title? Because it's very, very on the nose. You picked that in third position? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, uh, I really liked this episode again. It was a... Uh, obviously, it's, it kind of took you out from the Book of Boba Fett. But if you kind of turn your brain off and just accept it for what it is... You're good at that, aren't you? Then, yep. No. <laughs> it's really turned on. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the only thing that kind of dragged it down for me was the montage of him building his Starfighter. I felt like that went on a mm. bit too long. Uh, Jabba joke. Yeah, the creepy Jabba joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like from the start of the episode, it started off like a, a train uh, setting the tone. Uh, and you got to see some cool shots of uh, Mandalore when it gets yeah. destroyed. It's very, very Terminator Judgment Day esque, but the great um, purge, a great purge. Um, I think Bryce Dallas Howard done a, a great job. Uh, and like you're saying about the music as well, I think the creature design. I think I say this in every episode right enough, but the creature design, and the costumes, always look great. I think in this series, so they've done a good job in that sense as well. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's get on to our second last choices. I went for chapter six from the desert comes a stranger. What about yourself, Daniel? The exact same. Nice. Paul? Same for me. Oh, we got a t- right. So, see, as a an episode of Star Wars television, that would probably exceed any or most episodes in any of the Star Wars shows, the only reason it's second place for me is that, again, Boba has 
no words. He has a nod, a cool nod. But there's there's so much to love about that episode, and also that actually does tie back into the story a bit towards the end when Cad Bane makes his appearance. Yeah. Um, the reason why I picked it is because basically it shows all the old, you know, some of the original characters um, look, um, and then you're going back to seeing um, Grogu. Um, there's actually quite a lot. I was saying to Paul last week we were chatting, and there's a lot of heavy hitters in this episode. Yeah, one's more than you would think you would have expected. Yeah. Yeah, and it's quite good as well because it's got like um, characters from like, so no matter what kind of era that you're into or what series you're into, you're getting somebody that you're recognising. Uh, it's just quite a quite a pleasant episode. Yeah, and it's very green. Paul, you liked the green aspect of it, didn't you? Well, yeah, that's what I'm... It was a nice wee change of pace from just yeah. this... The sand, so I'm quite sad that we're going back to Tatooine again. May there will yeah, be one series, but hopefully it, but, it freshens up a wee bit. But it's you and McGregor, I'd sit and, I'd sit and watch him in an empty room. <laughs> Just nothing in it, no, no, no light at all. So, stalker. Well, I think we've all got a wee soft spot for you, McGregor, now. Oh, well, I was watching uh, Revenge of the Sith earlier today. Nice, that's some good. Uh, Good just preparation time. Hyping, yeah, hyping myself up for <laughs> for next oh, month. I thought he said hyping yourself up for the podcast, but I guess he's more excited about Obi Wan than he is for us, probably. Well, I actually, you blame him? You know, at that point in the day, I actually forgot. <laughs> um, Paul, Paul forgot to do his rankings, so these things. Uh, I forgot to trim the start of the episode last week, so the first three minutes will probably be in this week's as well. <laughs> so first okay. minutes of going, Daniel, are you there, Daniel? <laughs> is, he, is, is he is he safe? Is he, is he okay? <laughs> right. So we all agree that episode was really cool. Look, looks yep. really cool. Mando, cool. Grogu, adorable. Ahsoka, Ahsoka. panel, unex, unexpected. Seeing Ahsoka, we need to just touch on this briefly, even though we already did. Yeah. Ahsoka and Luke being together. Daniel, I don't know if you've seen. Clone Wars Rebels. I don't know where you. Yeah, I've, I've watched. I've watched Clone Wars. Um, only seen a little bit of Rebels. Um, I like. I like you better than Paul now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate but, you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really, I really enjoyed seeing Ahsoka, especially when um, she was in season two of Mandalorian. You know, setting her character mm. up. Um, those white lightsabers. Oh, they were amazing! Amazing. Um, so I can't wait to see uh, hopefully she'll have her own show I'm, I'm sure she does have one yeah, coming out does, soon yeah. and so, uh, Thrawn's going to be in it Grand Admiral Thrawn's going to be the main yeah. villain nice so yeah Paul listeners Paul and anyone who follows us on Twitter will know Paul's now started watching the Clone Wars which I don't understand why he hasn't because Paul absolutely loves like clone troopers stormtroopers all that kind of stuff and there's so much of that in the Clone Wars so Paul, have you watched the Bad Batch? I watched the Bad Batch. I. You've watched the Bad Batch, but you haven't <laughs> watched the, the Clone Wars. <laughs> oh come on! Yeah. Um, <laughs> a, just, I'm just, strange. I'm just hoping, I'm hoping the Clone Wars is better than the Bad Batch, because I felt like the Bad Batch was just like Daddy Daycare. 
Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> right, so for that episode, we didn't mention Cobb Vamp, who's became a bit of a channel and Star Wars fandom favourite. He yeah. might be taken over as the head of uh, Tatooine or Mos Espa because they keep. I think they hinted towards that quite a lot at the end of the the finale that someone else could take over. Uh, that would be pretty cool. But yeah, I would like Robert, him to get his own his own series too. But you know, that's probably. I don't, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's a big enough name yet to get his own show. I feel like he would need. Maybe, I would, that, maybe, I, maybe he could take Cara Dune's place in that uh, Rangers of the New Republic series. See, I don't think he's that strong enough character to have his own show. I would say he was, he's more of a supporting character. Just now, anyway. Yeah. Um, he would have to, he'd have to do a lot more before he would have his own his own show. Still early days, though. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you've read any. Have you read any of the Star Wars novels? Uh, I haven't read any, no. But I've um, I've looked into some of the stuff. I've seen some videos on some of the canon and um, you know some of the some of the other Cobb, comics, graphic novels. Cobb Vanth has got minor roles in a series called Aftermath. It's a trilogy set after Return of the Jedi, so he's actually comes from the books. Right, okay. Can I just recommend one book to both of you plus the the listeners, all 40 of them? The Lost Stars, it's a novel set between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and it's two friends slash lovers. One's an Imperial, one's a, a rebel. And they grow up together, and then they end up having to fight in the war against each other. It's, it's really good. Okay, I'll look into that. It's, it's fantastic. Generally, they could make a movie out of it. Sounds very Romeo and Juliet. Oh, it is. It's Romeo and Juliet <laughs> in space, but it's so good because you actually see the original trilogy from their perspective as like minor characters. So they're like at some of the big battles in the original trilogy. Oh. And, like, they Romeo, and they Romeo and Juliet themselves at the end. I'm not telling you the end of it, but generally, it's so, so good. Anyway, to- total tangent, but worth it. So, number one, I'll probably be able to work this out by a process of elimination. So, I've got Chapter 7 in the Name of Honour, which I'm assuming Paul does as well. Hells yeah. So, Daniel, let me see if I can work out Daniel's from... Is yours the return of... No, no it's not. I don't actually know. Yeah, it's uh, it was chapter five, Return of the Mandalorian. Okay, okay. You might not agree with that. You might hate me for it, actually. <laughs> no, no, I I like the episode. As I said at the start, I just got annoyed a bit Boba disappearing. So, Daniel, what what made that one stand out for you as the best out of all seven? Uh, it's it's the Mandalorian. It's Mando coming back. Um. But not just that, but I, it was good for setting up the rest of the story. Um, why why he was coming back um, and not just showing up randomly through the ep- you know through an episode. It's good to actually set someone else's story up, his development and where he's at. Um, 
and basically, yeah, he's a badass. So <laughs> that's a that's a really good point actually about him just not appearing randomly because when I had it in my head, he would just appear during a fight in Tatooine. So yeah, that that's that's it. Yeah, and I think it's, it's good for the people, you know, the Star Wars fans coming into Boba Fett um, to get that kind of Mandalo, you know, Mandalorian fix before season three comes out as well. Yeah, it's like free free advertising. Yeah, basically. But I like so, crossovers like that. It, it does, um, it does keep you. It keeps you hooked. You know. Yeah, I think, I think when you look back in the season as a whole, it's easier to appreciate that. But I think when you're watching it week by week and you don't see the main plot for a whole episode, I think that's where I think on a rewatch, I'll be able to appreciate it more. Yeah, I'm finding that when I was uh, when I was watching. I was re-watching the episodes today, trying yeah. to refresh myself. And you do appreciate, you know, there was ones, you know, the episodes um, that I ranked seventh. Was it um, chapter three? Um, yeah. I think watching it now, made me again, made me appreciate it a lot more and knowing where it was going. Um, so, yeah. Right, so Paul, we obviously both picked in the name of honour. I'm just going to say three words. Rancor. <laughs> Jetpack. And Grogu falling asleep next to the Rancor. That's not really three words, but yeah, three things. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a pretty epic episode. Um, I was quite saddened when Daniel put it so far down the list. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologise. <laughs> I feel like if there's that envelope button and anywhere it's going to get hit so many times because well, of that. It'd be a bit of a boring ranking podcast if we all had the same one. So I, for one, like that there was a bit of a difference of opinion in there. I know you're joking because I could hear you. I thought that was Paul giggling, but it wasn't. That was me. <laughs> no, I thought it was, like, obviously, like, I'm all for character development and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I do like a, just a good little bit of action. And I feel like this episode was just action from like pretty much start to finish with some wee bits of tension kind of sprinkled in there as well um, and probably the main thing I quite liked is like Mando and Boba Fett's interactions with each other like the way they talk to each other um, and the way they're fighting together that was the kind of bit that stood out for me for that episode they've got a good bond don't they like you, you can see a natural chemistry between them. It's not just like they're two guys in in the suits. They actually seem like they like each other and respect each other. Yeah, you could see that the way they, you know, they fought almost back to back. Um, they were managed to hold off, you know, everyone for so long. Um, they had that kind of um camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were able to read each other and you know they know exactly where to look it was almost like a dance wasn't it like they were just choreographed they didn't even have to you know talk to each other you know exactly when they were actually fighting for each other yeah I also Mm. think that Mando was good in the episode but I feel like he didn't overshadow the episode I feel like it was a nice way to have him in as more of a supporting character because I feel like Boba did take centre stage it was definitely a nice balance between the two. Yeah. So, 
last week, myself and Paul gave our overall rating out of was it ten? Paul, we went for. Yeah. So I went for a seven because I really enjoyed the majority of it, but I had my issues with the lack of boba and the the bikes, the Power Rangers. Paul, you went for a a, a high six. I probably still say that. So. I found the first four episodes quite quite jarring and quite slow and I was struggling to enjoy it. The last three did kind of save it, but not enough to bring it up to the high high heights. So Daniel, what, what would you give it out of a out of a ten? I would give an eight. An eight? Oh, yeah. Okay, we're getting to be staircase. <laughs> But that was that's coming back to me, you know, rewatching it and appreciating again, watching it again, and maybe seeing things that I've missed, you know, the first watch round. Yeah. But I think it was just maybe the three ep- three episodes that saved saved it, and um, one or two characters as well saving it again. Okay, so I for one really enjoyed. I absolutely love ranking things, as I mentioned at the start, but I enjoyed hearing everyone's point of view and seeing where we agreed and where we disagreed. I think we had a good mixture of both there. Yeah, that was quite a good wee, yeah, wee driving one. The first, first, couple of, first couple of places were all kind of the same, but yeah, after that, yeah. it got, got quite controversial. <clears throat> Daniel. <clears throat> <laughs> so, Daniel, did you enjoy your, your debut? Is this your first ever podcast in life? Yes. Yep. So I think you did a, a cracking job. And we'd like That's to have you on again if you would want to. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully I've uh, hopefully I'll be better the next time. I'm still I'm still nervous talking just now. <laughs> yeah, well for, for context folks, Paul Paul and Daniel know each other, but me and Daniel never met, so that's just the 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 wonder of podcasts, isn't it? Yeah, so for people I don't know I can be quite so socially socially awkward um, and quiet, so I'm really, really trying here. So if you know when you listen and you hear awkward silences from me, it's because I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> well, you're in good you're in good company here. Me and Paul are awkward people as well. Yep, exact same. So and good good on you for coming on anyway and trying it out because it's it's not an easy thing. Yeah. <laughs> we know. No, I know. Yeah. Um, Especially when you're not face to face to people, it, yeah, you know, it's it's harder to talk and have a conversation. I think we could we could maybe do a live one at the Seismic Cinema at Christmas night out. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm not for that. Is that going to be in Dunnan or Castlemilk? <laughs> we'll meet me in the middle. I can do. We can do Dunnan if you want. To. I think we should get a wee a wee night out and Paul can have a like a blue milk or something. Non-alcoholic cider. Yeah. Right. So, just to finish off, Paul, are you wanting to take the honours of reminding the listeners of our tagline? It is. Sorry for what we've put you through. <laughs> no, that that was the working title. Oh, yeah, okay, does, that, does Daniel know? It? I think Daniel might know it. Our slogan. Um, 
He's only designed the banner for it, no? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, the pre- it's the pressure I've drawn a blank because <laughs> I did write it out. I remember typing it. I just um. I'll I'll, t- I'll tease up the power of escapism. Yes. Escapism. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> well, I for one think this was a nice wee escape from the real world for forty-eight minutes. So <laughs> our podcast wasn't much shorter than it was last week, but no. <laughs> Well, I enjoyed it, so thank you for having me on. No problem. So just to let everyone know, slash remind everybody, that we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and have a not as shiny but still new YouTube channel, all under the name of Seismic Cinema. So please follow us, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. In terms of the podcast, we're on our home base of Anchor. Big shout out to Anchor for letting us do this for free. Spotify, we're also on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. We have so many different locations now. And good pods. And good pods. I keep forgetting about good pods. So, finish with the Book of Boba. I think it'd be good to maybe season two in the future potentially revisit this. It'd be good to do some more Star Wars content in the future. But we're going to take a wee break for the next six weeks. We're building up to Moon Knight coming out on Disney Plus, which we know nothing about, basically, so we're going to do a bit of research into that. What we're going to look at next week is something a bit different. Paul, are you wanting to take this away? Uh, yeah, so one of our requests was, was it from here? Was it from Kieran, wasn't it? Kieran Mobeck, cousin of Kieran Paul. Mobeck. Oh, yeah. Um, he requested that we review The Shining and Colin's seen The Shining. I haven't seen it, uh, which I know is a bit weird because I love my horror movies. I've seen bits and pieces. So, yeah, we're going to do a review on that. And hopefully, uh, yeah, it'll be a bit different from Star Wars and maybe interest a few more people. I just thought of a good way to sign off. No beer, no TV, makes Homer something, something. Go crazy. Don't matter if I do. (laughs) 